listening to Radio One Chicago.
All right, once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7 WLUW, broadcasting from the campus of Loyola University. That right there was Well Yells, and I have Patrick of Well Yells in the studio. Hello. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. No, it's a pleasure. Um, It's great to have your music on the air. Uh, Can we talk? So a question that I usually don't ask, um, but I want to ask it. It's the name of your band, Well Yells. Or you, the name of you, I guess, right? It's just you, isn't it? Yeah, it's just me. Um, I think it's really cool when people think it's more than one person. But it's, really <laughs> well, it's just, very textured, yeah. and it's so. Thanks. Yeah, it's yeah. me and my synth, and my drum machine, and my loopers, and my guitar. And um, but uh, to get to your question, the well yells. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I think um, you know what, you know that thing where you, you there's you, it's like a. I don't know, it's almost like a cultural meme in a way, like a pre-internet cultural okay. meme, where, you know, you come across a well and you, you like, yell into it, and you okay. go, hello, you know? Right, the whole and echo idea. Well and, and I just think that's really cool, because, like, everyone knows about that, but it's, I can't really, f- if someone knows the history of where that came from, like, why we say, well, I guess hello is just, like, a general, you know, yeah. call, and maybe that's why we say hello, but it seems like everyone knows about that, but uh-huh. it's, like, you know, I don't think you can really find the root, the root of that thing. So I think that's neat and really neat, familiar thing yeah. that everyone knows about. But somehow, like, you know, what are you what are you saying hello to? You have to like imagine. Maybe like you're yeah. just saying hello to yourself. But I think there's almost this implied there's some kind of entity in the well, and Did- you, you sort of have to imagine that and uh, like who, what, who, who that is. And uh, I don't know. I think the space in the well is really interesting to think about. And it's like this sort of like other space. And I really like music that's, that's you know, somehow invents a sort of other space somehow. So based on that, mm-hmm. did, the, did the idea of the name come first or did the music come first? Because your explanation of the name is very... Um, descriptive of kind of like what you're doing musically. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I hope to. I hope to do that. I hope <laughs> to transport in some way. Um, I think it, it's hard. I, I don't remember. I think it kind of came about at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's that like Bill Callahan song about the well, smog song about yelling into the well, and also there's like that Mur- Murakami book, the the Wind Up Bird Chronicle. It's He's like talks. He's like trapped in a well, and the well's like a portal to another dimension. Oh, so I don't know. There are all these things, and also someone also someone else said um, this is kind of what people bring to it that that kind of reminded them of uh, you know the uh, the movie with Jodie Foster about the killer. Oh, yes, <laughs> the lotion and the Sounds of, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. So I don't know. There's a lot of well well yells in the imagination. Interesting. I guess popular imagination i'll have to tell you there's a there's a there's an anime called not i'm not an anime person but like my this kid in high school that i knew way back when told me about this one called ranma one half mm-hmm. it's about wealth i'll have to tell you off air yeah more about it it's very hilarious and interesting um so tell me about the the texturing of your music though because i mean we were talking about like you know, this idea of yelling into a well and kind mm-hmm. of getting like that reverb, that echoey yeah, sound, but then yeah, you totally. also kind of like totally have that painted in your music with like the, like the bouncy delay on the guitar and then just kind of like the spaciousness of like the, 
like not only the drums but like more of like the like kind of like the electronic backing mm-hmm. of the like it's like the bedding i feel like it's like the bedding here's like the soft cushion of like electronic styled music with like these bouncy you know echoey guitar notes kind of dancing on top yeah um yeah i um i love i love reverb it's i think it's something like ingrained in us as people like the caves uh-huh. when i guess there's a theory the caves with cave paintings uh-huh. um <laughs> they're also there they there's a theory that they were chosen for like these sort of holy sites and for the paintings because of the way they sounded there were sounding caves and reverby and then like cathedrals you know are very reverby so i think it's something really ingrained in us that sounds really great to us um and i don't know i've been um like a long time fan of like group of grouper for like eight years and i just love how it sounds underwater and how she um uses reverb and and they're really kind of simple songs in a way but you get lost in this like it's like transient reverb yeah how did you come up with your sound um maybe even just starting off with like the, the guitar aspect of like how did is it just like you had certain pedals around or did you specifically like kind yeah. of invest time and in- yeah that's i kind of had a lot of leftover stuff from <laughs> uh from laughing eye weeping eye which yeah. is the project of my wife that's on hiatus and i kind of wanted to keep on doing music yeah and she wrote most of the songs it started out as a really wacky, wacky, wacky project. Like I feel like it was like Tom, like weird Tom Waits albums, but like she was singing and like harmonium and you know. Uh, but then it got more and more serene and more beautiful as yeah. it went on. And um, and uh, like I had a like Casio, a really cheap Casio, and like I played it so much that the keys like I smashed the keys for the key. It looks like some like someone punched you in the mouth and like the key that your teeth were like you know so i got a more serious synth and like I got this korg and you oh, know yeah. I have, we had a cathedral for our, you know our vocals and from this and so I, I did have like you know a line six and you know i had kind of a lot of stuff for left over from that and then um yeah so i was sort of using what i had and you know added, added guitar and i feel like um i started to remember a lot of uh sort of melodies from my dreams oh and that's glucky yeah i know i know i feel very (laughs) fortunate and i wish i was more musically trained because i can hear all these like the full parts and then i wake up and sing into my phone and then to remember something from it and then um i when i i can't remember you know what it really was right um that's gotta be (laughs) hard so i have to work with these melodies i remember it was like so awesome in my dream and then you know, yeah. Then I was like, "That's what. That's all I have left of this." But <laughs> I wrote yeah. two notes. So it kind of turns happened? into yeah, it kind of turns into something else. Um, but yeah, yeah, I am. I feel very fortunate. Um, What's been the major challenge from going, or maybe not, or maybe the opposite direction of going from being in more of a group band setting to just being you as well yells yeah it's hard it's kind of my first solo thing and um i think you know playing in projects with people i played in a couple projects since um i moved to chicago like 10 years ago nine years ago um really you know sort of helped me be able to do the solo project um but yeah it's it's sort of hard it's uh, it's hard to do everything by yourself but it's because <laughs> i've always thought of myself as more a support person yeah yeah um but it's also really liberating and really cool was there any like anxiety to to first even putting your stuff out 
um, I don't know. I think I was just seeing what happened, and then uh-huh. I was like, hey, I have some songs here. I think I'll do this. So it was not not too much anxiety. Well, that's good. Yeah. Let's um, let's get into another track by Well Yells here on Radio 1, and then we'll be back with more. What track are we going to... What's the second uh, I think track? the next one is Daughter. Daughter here on Radio 1.
Once again, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7. That was Well Yells, and I have Patrick of Well Yells in the studio. Um, let's talk a little bit about that song. Um, what, would you, what would you say that song is about? Um, do, you have, like, do you have themes? Do you have stories? Or do you just kind of... Yeah, well, I want... You know, I, I really like surreal lyrics for this project, and... Um, and I just want the lyrics to make their own logic in a way. I really, you know, don't want them to sort of maintain in like a like a normal. I want them to like really just make make uh, make their own logic and space somehow. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you know. But they're rooted in like sort of familiar things. It kind of reminds me of my sister in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We were talking about like um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just reminds me of like growing up in the country. And it reminds me of, um, you know, like, like a like a, a pond, and um, uh-huh. it reminds me of, uh, uh, I don't know. It's very very loose associations. I yes. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you find? I think so. This and laughing, I weeping. At, are you 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 guys are under the same umbrella? genre wise but it's very different yeah like I, this is i really say well what is this music and i'm like this is Wells is a dark wave project yeah and i'm really into that idea because um, um well explain what dark wave yeah is because well, it's some it's like you know that's an interpretation as well that's true like, that is totally interpretation and um well i mean i learned to play music when i was a changer by like playing along on the bass to like Joy Division and Bauhaus songs, and yeah. I've always loved Joy Division and Which Bauhaus. Which is like the grandparents of yeah. that music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, for me, and like I use like eighties instrument. I use my synths from the eighties, and um, my drum machines from the eighties, and, um, and I guess that's one difference from Laughing at Weeping. We have a drum, I have a drum machine. It's like oh, I have to get a drum machine for right. this project, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, and like I researched drum machines, and I was like, "Oh, this oh, the Cockatoo Twins use this one. Like nice. this, this yeah. would be really good." <laughs> um, so you know, I definitely want you know, it's it's Do something you, that's rooted in me. But it's you know, I think it breaks. Of course, it like it breaks from the classic. You know. Do you uh, worry about like goth bands somehow? Yeah. Do you worry about? Well, I was, you know, I was trying to describe your music to the previous band, and I was like. I don't want to use the word goth. <laughs> That's okay but with me. It's, no, I, I mean, of course it is. But, like, I don't want it to, like, because I feel like that gives a different mm. sense of direction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yes, it's under that realm. Yeah. But it's not, like, but I think when people hear that, they just immediately think of something else. That's true. That's you true. You know? So yeah, I they're I, kind I, of loaded. Right, right. And, and it doesn't, because mm-hmm. that's, even goth music in a lot of senses is such a broad yeah, you know, it's a broad stroke. Yeah, actually, this radio this radio show in Greece like played some well yells, some new well yells, and he was like, he actually like 
like stopped it from the whole playing. And I think it was too like you know, there's a very you know specific. I think for him, like Dark Wave is like a very specific thing. And, yeah, you know, and this was like a little different and too different and broke from that. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> none of this, <laughs> <laughs> which is um, which is fine. I have no hard feelings to that show. Well, you know, it, it got played in some yeah. way or some form. You know, um, so my question was going to be in regards because you were talking about your gear and things like that, mm-hmm. and I know you you mix a lot of like. Um, here from the 80s to like i mean the line six is more of like a 90s mm-hmm. type of thing um late 90s early 2000 but how do you is there ever a concern in regards to like the tone and like maybe the dating sound wise of your music is that something you think about like do you feel it is do you feel it's not is it on purpose does that yeah i mean i guess it is on purpose i mean i i want i mean for some reason i really like i like how mid-80s stuff like my synth my drum machine i like how they look i like how they sound it's hard to explain and you know i mean and i do want this to be some kind of portal to you know being a teenager before the internet and listening to boy joy division and Bauhaus, and i don't know i think one of the interesting things that you were you had mentioned in regards to your music is uh just how you would prefer to listen to it and can you kind of like <laughs> oh we were, during the when the song was playing and we were talking i heard the music come in through the headphones which were on the table i wasn't wearing them and uh and i was like oh this sounds good and i just, I just told hex how um how i sometimes i think my music sounds best on really bad speakers and, and got me coming through headphones that are laying on the table and um and i think you know i just mixed the whole thing and did it myself and there are little things that I'm really just sort of obsessed about in the mix and that I, you know, I did my best and, you know, uh, I love mixing. I love it, but, yeah. um, I love place and panning and placing things and around and I have a really good time, but it's also very frustrating. And I think little things bother yeah. me still. So if I, when I, when I hear it <laughs> and, uh, through coming through headphones, or, like they're sitting on the table or like a little tiny speaker, I'm like, actually, this sounds really great. Well, I had also, cause like, I think the little flaws like go away and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it all also adds to like the app, like giving, even, even having that idea in your head, while listening to your music even adds to like a different dimension of like knowing almost like it's like you're not listening to this the right way it's kind of <laughs> you know like yeah. it's i don't know if that makes sense but it's yeah. like you know yeah. it's like no it should be done this way and then like it gives you because it gives you more of an atmosphere and more of an of a specific uh, ambiance of where you should be Mm-hmm. when you're listening to it mm-hmm. is is kind of what I'm taking from from like that comment which is really interesting because it's like it's like you should be in this type of space uh you know I don't know it's just like a different way of thinking I feel it, it's like a different dimension other than just like the texture of like the music that you're doing yeah yeah you know that's well that's interesting I mean I kind of set out to do a really monochromatic recording and not spend so much time like uh, making it sound really rich and stuff uh-huh. like that, and but then I decided to make it as rich as I could, <laughs> sound, and like you know, I don't know, you know, um, the tr- project Tropic of Cancer. Uh-huh. This is one woman from LA who does like kind of this dark wave thing. It's very monochromatic and and sort of drab, but really really beautiful and great. All right, once again, this is Radio One Chicago. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, so we decided to finish the interview back at Patrick's place. How's it going? 
Great. Thanks for coming here. For sure. So we just to kind of recap everybody, we're talking about a band called Cap Tropic of Cancer. Tropic of Cancer. And then the whole station just kind of went blank. Yeah. Which is funny because like Tropic of Cancer is kind of like I don't know, it's like almost exciting how dead it is. It's <laughs> like and then the it's like music for necrophiliacs or something and then <laughs> Then the board went dead. Yep. You brought it, Patrick. <laughs> this is all your fault. <laughs> um, so do you want to finish your thought in regards to that? Do you still have a thought to finish with Oh, um, cancer? Well, I don't know. I just, um, well, I don't know if she, if she it's, it's probably very purposeful with her. And uh-huh. I, I don't know. We're talking about purpose and intention. And, and I was just thinking, maybe this goes back to a, another question. But, you know, you're asking me about... Um, you know, um, you're asking me about uh, limit, uh, you know, working solo or working in a group. In a group. And, you know, working solo can be hard, but it can be liberating. But, I, you know, I think that um, that's, you know, as far as, like, purpose and intention. And for me, um, you know, working with a lot of limitations has been really interesting. Like, I don't try to make, it's, it would be too hard for me to perform live. Everything on the tape, I really wanted to be able to perform live, uh-huh. like almost exactly. Yeah. So I was really thinking about that when I recorded everything. And, um, you know, I, I didn't want to make things too complicated. Like, um, I wanted just to have very simple, you know, loops on the drum machine. And, and um, but I like that because it gets a lot of people comment on how it puts them in a trance-like uh-huh. state, which is something from Laughing at Weeping Eye that we did a lot. It was very ritualistic and um sort of trance like and meditative and i think actually you know i get with the repetition i something i kind of achieve so working with limitations is something that is kind of cool so that's something that you would never want you like you don't want to ever go into like let me get a backing band for some of this stuff like you definitely want to keep it in this particular um form yeah yeah it was the idea was definitely to it would be a solo project and Mm -hmm. that was sort of integral to thinking about it. So then going forward, what are some of the, everything that you've learned from laughing Eye, weeping eye and everything that you've learned from all your previous recordings for well yells, what are you hoping to do or achieve with your next group of songs? Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I might want to do, I just have to see what happens. And Mm -hmm. a lot of this has just been, well, this is what came out. So this is what it, what it is. Um, I mean, with 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 the, I guess some of those um, choices, but I didn't really know what it would sound like. I guess in a way until it happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm starting to work on some new songs, and I'm trying to decide if I want like the drums to sound like weird, have like weirder sounds because the drum machine is so like they're like very they sound like a drum. You know, maybe yeah. I, maybe I don't want some of the beats to sound like drums. Or, do you think you, you know? would like patch them through to like a distortion pedal or something like that, or do you would try to like manipulate it in a different way? Yeah, or? yeah. Maybe there's some way to make beat sounds and mm-hmm. sample them more and make some weirder sounds. And I don't know. I just have to see what happens. Yeah, and I'm open to it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a couple of shows coming up or you have one show mainly at burlington correct yeah it's a little bit uh down you know far away but it's on june 27th and it's with ariel ruin who is on tour and he used to be in a band a metal band called um uh oh, i forget what it's called damn it <laughs> but uh he's you know, sort of um oh it's called um epidemic uh-huh. and i think that was a very sort of like 
popular DIY metal band from the West Coast back, you know, in the 90s. Yeah. So he's sort of like sort of well-known in metal wow. in circles, which I don't... So I'm kind of excited because yeah. it's my first kind of... Interaction with Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it'll also be the Mako Sika. Uh-huh. They've been around for yeah, some time. Yeah, I really like Mako Sika. And also um, Akosuin, which is Billy Howard's project. Yeah. Um, and she's really awesome. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Like every project that she's been in, is like yeah, pretty doing, intense and amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited about playing with her because yeah. music blows me away. So if people want to get a hold of your music and kind of kind of keep up with you, what are some of the best ways they can do that? I would say Bandcamp. Uh huh. The Well Yells Bandcamp, yeah. easiest way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're on Twitter as well, mm-hmm. and you're on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And so then we also have one more song that you have brought in. Oh yeah, and what is that song that we're gonna listen to? Uh, this song is um, doesn't use the drum machine. <laughs> it's just a synth and guitar in my voice, and it's called uh, "Waves in the Woods," which is the title track to the tape. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you for coming in and letting me come over and hang out. Um, and the tape they can also purchase on Bandcamp, or what's the best yeah, way they can you do can, that? You can. The tape is all done. It's a complete album, and it's a it's a tape, and also there's the MP3s. Cool. Great. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Had a great time, thanks. Awesome. Rest